This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Yo, yo, welcome back to 24th and Park. I'm John Olafangi here with uh, my fellow POC talk contributor, Eddie Lazo. What's up, Eddie? How you been, bro? Good, good. Um, it's been a lot of things going on, uh, not just in the PSG world, but the soccer world. So, And we kind of had two weeks off, so it uh, gives us a lot of content to talk about. Yeah, man, for sure. There's a lot to get into. Um, we're currently in the international break. Uh, that we all just love so very much. And to be quite honest, I know like everybody's been like ridiculing the international break. It's like we're all talking about how, you know, I guess more people are starting to realize the ridiculousness of how much mm-hmm. football that is being played. Uh, irrelevant football at that. Yeah. But, uh, but there haven't been any like good games. Uh-huh. I haven't watched any other than today, which we'll get into our first topic. But I haven't really watched that many uh, of these international matches. To be honest, I haven't even watched any of them. Like, zero. I've, yeah. I've not paid attention <laughs> to any. Even the Mexico games, I, I didn't watch. I just... Uh, it, I, I, at least the uh, the European games, they have some type... They have something on the line. Those are the Euro 2020 qualifiers. At least those mean something. The rest, they don't... Uh, other than the cash grab... Uh, I know the African, the African Cup of Nations, they're playing qualifiers right now, too. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. I remember, yeah. But, yeah. um, I mean, it's just wait, but isn't aren't, aren't theirs until like 2021, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, but it... they, yeah, but they 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 do qualifiers, they do way early, after, <laughs> right? Right after the championship game, it gets played. Like, the next set of friendlies is qualification for the next. Yeah, and, and if I because I, I know when I was um, looking at some of the the, stat, the stats on that just to do like a uh, when I was doing like some of the photos and stuff for PSG talk, I, I remember it's only like six qualifying matches, so it's just like that can be yeah. done in a year. So I'm like, I don't know why they start this early, but um, yeah, it's just it's just over exaggerated. It's just it's too much, it's especially if if they're just if it's just friendlies, if it doesn't mean anything else. Um, next year, I'll probably start to mean a little bit more because uh, the the World Cup qualifiers will will get underway. So at least there will be something on the line. But these friendlies, it's just it's just becoming too much. No, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, so uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get right to the first spicy topic for today. Uh, just sticking with the international friendlies today, Argentina uh, played Uruguay and PSG's Edison Cavani, obviously um, one of the stars for Uruguay, along with Luis Suarez, who happens to be best friends with uh, one of the best players in the world right now, Leo Messi. And I'm sure you saw this. I'm sure everyone saw the the weird and awkward little um, kerfuffle, I would call it. I wouldn't call it any, a fight or beef. It, it looked very awkward, but apparently Messi and Cavani had had a heated exchange, and uh, I didn't really get much from it. Uh, uh, what what did you see from it, or what do you take from it? If we Have we got any explanation of what was said uh, what language they were speaking to yeah each other. Like, uh, more than, yeah more than likely spanish but um yeah it, it's uh supposedly uh, a lot of this is i've seen barca twitter accounts citing espn and and it, uh, apparently cavani challenged messi to a fight and messi said whatever <laughs> he wants so i i don't know if that's fact or not i'm not gonna say that's true or not but that's and then uh, obviously Barca Twitter's accounts are gonna uh, make try to like make Messi look good. So I, and it's ESPN too. So those aren't the two most reliable sources that you want to use. But there was something going on in in, in that scruffle. And yeah, I mean, it, it, let's just get into it. This is the second PSG player that's had some type of beef with with Messi, and yeah. and earlier wonder, a couple days that, ago. Yeah, I no, wonder if. 
if they if those two things correlate. Because when I first saw the video, I was like, is 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 is, is Cavani defending Thiago Silva? Like I, I I was I want to know the backstory so bad. Well, I, I really if want I'm not mistaken, I have to go back and and look at the Colts. But uh, in that Copa America final between Argentina and Brazil, uh, I know Messi was very critical of Conmebol and saying that they favor Brazil, all this and that. So I I understand why um, Thiago Silva might have some type of beef, being obviously the captain of Brazil or one of the captains of the Brazilian national Marquinhos, team. Marquinhos also said something too. I remember that. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, Messi's been very critical of, of Conmebol and, and their favoritism or, or, or rumored favoritism or, or conspiracy theory or whatever you want to call it, favoritism towards Brazil. And so I understand that. I, I think it's just a, a coincidence that a, a Cavani... Um, I, I think for me, Cavani's just been frustrated and he kind of wanted to take out his anger on somebody and, and it just happened to be messy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when you, you know, it's when you're and you're having a bad day or a bad couple of weeks or in Cavani's case, a bad couple of months, uh, just something can tick you off and, and then you're just trying to take your anger off uh, on someone else. And, and I, 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 if we're, if we're going boxing or, 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 uh, MMA analysts here. I, I, Cavani's a farm boy. I don't know. I don't know Messi's background. <laughs> I, I've seen Cavani. You've seen the pictures where he's he's uh, he's living the farm life in the off season in, in Uruguay. Uh, I like to believe he's a farm boy. I, I don't know how he grew up, but if he, he is a farm boy and has that farm boy background, those guys, those guys can rumble and tumble. And I don't I don't know about Messi. I don't I don't know what type of background or where he grew up in. So, but uh, this, I'm not being biased. But if I had to pick between the two, I uh, my money's on Cavani. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, hypothetically speaking, let's say that Cavani did say that he wanted to fight him. Uh, I think we're all taking Cavani in there. Like <laughs> hypothetically speaking, let's say that that's what that report said. Like that's what happened. Then yeah, we're all going with Cavani in there, and, I, and, and Messi. Like you know, no disrespect to any anyone who's like under five feet or whatever. Like you know, you have some some uh, shorter people have the short guy complex where they can't back down, right? Like their pride is just not gonna let them back down because of their height or their stature. So oh no, John! John, I'm five eight. I am not getting into a fight with someone <laughs> six foot something. I if I know I'm gonna get my ass kicked. If I, if I know exactly. the guys, if I can't find. If if in the argument I I know I can't find some type of advantage I am not going in there and and like I said I don't know Messi's background maybe he maybe all his years he has some type of training and we don't know because he doesn't put it out there but 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 yeah it's it's a Cavani Lionel Messi he can't the optics he can't back down on national TV you know like it's just he can't do that but yeah like I think it's. I, yeah, like hypothetically speaking, we know how that would fare out. But uh, I think just going back to the Chago Silva thing and what he said and what him and Marquinhos said after um, after the Copa America is, you know, it, it's clear that you know what Messi how how he kind of uses his his stat his status in the game to 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 sway referees and 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 Chago Silva's right. Like it happens in all sports. Where some referees, uh, it happens in American football and, and basketball. Referees are so fascinated that they're calling the game, yeah. being played by one of the game's best players. Sometimes they get, you know, starstruck and they get, you know, they're easily swayed in this way. Yeah. And you know, I don't think what Chago Silva said was wrong at all. But, uh, but yeah, so, and, and, so and, yeah, in this. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I said I found those quotes that he had for Brazil um, uh, last summer or or just a couple of months ago uh, where he said, uh, uh, quote, we don't have to be part of this corruption. And then he goes on to say they have showed us a lack of respect throughout this or throughout this tournament. Sadly, the corruption, the referees, they don't allow people to enjoy football. They ruin it and they ruin it a bit. I think the cup is fixed for Brazil. I hope that the VAR and the referees have nothing to do in this final and that Peru can compete because they have to, they have the team uh, to do so, although I think it's difficult. So, yeah, it was pretty much that semifinal matchup between Argentina and, and Brazil where he pretty much called, you know, Brazil corrupt and, and Conmebol corrupt. And, and, yeah, he was taking shots at everybody. So I can understand yeah, why. To which, 
to which Marquinhos and Thiago Silva reminded him about the Champions League match <laughs> against yeah. PSG where they got all these these ghost calls. So it's like, eh, what are you really saying, bro? You get these calls all the time in La Liga with the international team in the Champions League. Like, so what do you what do you really got to complain about? So I thought that was I thought that was interesting. I think just, it's just because know, the last couple of international tournaments, Argentina has pretty much embarrassed themselves. I mean, uh, when it comes to the Copa America, they're arguably the favorite or at least the second favorite, and for them to you know, no disrespect to the South American countries, there's only maybe three or four that that should be uh, contending for that for that trophy. But obviously, we yeah. saw at the World Cup, and it's just been and and we obviously we heard the rumors: is he retiring or is internationally is he retiring or or whatever? But I think he's just I, I don't know. Maybe he's frustrated in his own end. I I, I think it's just the lack of winning that he's done with Argentina and I guess not getting those favorable calls that he's probably used to in, in Spain. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he got a meaningless trophy the other day against Brazil, so he'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about uh, the, uh, the PSG uh, Leon match uh, for the women's team. They played over the weekend. Um, and I think it was in Leon. Was PSG number one on the table or, or Leon? No, it was Leon. Leon was number one on the table, and it was a road oh. match in Leon. I think it was because I remember the uh, I, I saw a tweet somewhere that says the ultras weren't going to be able to travel or weren't allowed to travel to Leon or 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 whatever. But but yeah, yeah. it was a it was a road match. Yeah, so pretty much the top two teams in, in the league are playing. You know, it's a big match. It's a, it's a you know, it's a it's a derby of some sort, and uh, and uh, you have the two best teams in the league. And I tried to find a link for this match. I tried to go to Bain Sports. I tried to find a YouTube link, and I just and I really wanted to watch the match, but I just couldn't find it. And uh, I just want to, you know, I don't know if, if there are any, we've, we've talked about this in the past, like, are there any, what, what can, um, what can these leagues do for the women's game to, to help the lack of visibility? Because unless you live in France, you know, unless somebody has mm -hmm. like a stream or, or, or some, some quirky stream, you can't really watch the matches. Like, is there an option? Can they start getting into these streaming services that are coming out? Like, there needs to be, you know, we, we talk about the, you know, respecting the women's game mm -hmm. and equality for them. You know, the one of the the the, <laughs> the the starting point should be us to be able to see the shit. Yeah, <laughs> if we can't see it. We, you know, what we can't really champion it. And then, you know, I read somewhere where uh, I think Ed put it up on PSG Talk where it was the the attendance for that match was crazy, like record breaking. Yeah. But you know, unless you were there, you couldn't really watch it. Yeah, it was over thirty thousand, thirty. Yeah, it was around. Yeah, it was over thirty k. Uh, that that attended that match and, it, yeah, it's on the league. At least stream it on social media, something, anything. Just because this is your marquee matchup, and there is nothing there. I know they. I know Bean has the women's champions league rights. If I'm not mistaken, I know I've seen uh, a PSG match there. And I don't know. I, I know when I watch the women's side, uh, when it comes to like the Mexican league for them, they're they're tied in with the men's side uh, when it comes to like TV contracts. Uh, but yeah. uh, Mexico is very weird because uh, the league doesn't have a just a TV contract for all where all the teams are under one window. It's each team has to get their own TV contract. So it's a bit different. And so the, the teams tie in. Their, their their women's squad along with them and so um yeah it, it's just it's weird that psg which is on you know they they have some type of uh you know com not conflict of interest but there's a uh they're 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 inter intertwined and so i was kind of surprised that when i saw you tweet out that you can't find a link to watch the match um, I'm surprised Bian didn't pick it up. So, especially in international week, there's nothing. 
there's there was nothing. Uh, so that, that, I, that part, yeah. right? There, there's nothing else going on <laughs> in the world of soccer at that moment. And you know, I think they played in the morning. It was a morning time over here. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like somebody should be streaming this game. You know what I mean? And it, it, it can sound a bit selfish because. Um, you know, it can it can it can be perceived as we're only selective when we want to watch the women's game, or you know, when the men's. No, I would love to watch these ladies play all, all the time, mm-hmm. but you know, it's not consistent. Like the consistency isn't there. Like the last time I watched a PSG match, a PSG women's match, was on YouTube. Like mm-hmm. even that for me is beneath their quality. Yeah. Like a YouTube live stream, it's like. Eh, they're better than this. Like this is this is what you do for some some random ass high school team or even mm-hmm. a college team somewhere. Like these are professionals, you know. They should they should be getting these TV rights as well. And that's something that uh, all clubs in in in, in France and in uh, England and Italy, all the all professional. You know what's kind of surprising is that that the women's champions league isn't tied in with the men's champion. Like I don't understand why you at least give us that. You know, like. Yeah. Tie in you wait. I know I'm getting a little ahead of our uh, of our our topics because we'll be talking about the Champions League. But it's just I'm surprised UEFA doesn't tie in or bundle. Uh, I know they bundle Europa League uh, with the Champions right. League, and it's like why don't they bundle uh, the Women's Champions League with uh, with with uh, with the total package? Like hey, yeah, you gotta you AT and T uh, Turner. Yeah, you can broadcast the Champions League and Europa League, but you have to broadcast the Women's Champions League just because. That that's a lot simpler. Like TNT, Turner, TBS, whatever, those are channels that most of the country here in the United States has. And at least give us that. I know the league is a little bit more complicated. Uh, I, I I watch uh, the 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 women's uh, for the Mexican uh, club that I support. On they they're they're mostly on YouTube links just because um, they're they're on TV in Mexico, but there's just like I said, Mexico is weird because they 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 just don't don't televise their matches in the United States or or the the companies that that show the matches here don't see an interest or whatever. But um, but yeah, I mean they they get televised in Mexico on TV. I, I just have to watch via via stream. But um, when it comes to PSG, the women's side, it's just it's 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 a little bit even more complicated because you have to depend on a stream and if the stream's not going then you're kind of screwed and if you want to watch it yeah and, and then you're like you really come down to ground zero you literally have no way of watching this and you just have to hope somebody posts some highlights somewhere and and yeah. again for me it goes it go were you about to say something no uh, yeah i was gonna say the 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 I don't want to take a shot at the at the at the social media uh, of the PSG site, but I don't even think they upload. I might be wrong. They don't up. They don't upload like any video highlights, like goals, like in the moment. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. They just announce, "Hey, this person scored," and then they go. They keep going, and it's just like, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely needs way more improvement. Uh, uh, especially, you know, considering that they were coming, I feel like they all dropped the ball considering they're, uh, you know, we're coming off a, a women's world cup year. So there's uh they could have capitalized on this and, and they have, I mean, there, there's, there's an appetite for it. Like the, I think there is some other attendance records that were broken. I know, I think in England, I know the women's arsenal team, if I'm not mistaken, I know there was, there was, there was a broken record there and there was another in another league, but, but there's a there's a there's a there's a demand for 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 women's soccer on on some type of streaming service, whether it be social media or or TV contracts. But but there's a yeah there there's a there's an appetite for it. Yeah, and I just believe that these leagues are completely dropping the ball at prioritizing the women's game as they're 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 saying. You know, for me, actions actions tell me more than what you say you can say that you want to prioritize the women's game and you want equal pay representation and all that good stuff but if you're not visually giving them a platform to be championed and celebrated and 
people to witness their skill, then you're dropping the ball. And I think that's that's a major, major, major fallacy on all of these leagues, not just the PSG and League M, but to all of the leagues that women's teams mm-hmm. are playing. Um, just uh, so we're gonna transition into uh, the PSG uh, 2020 2021 kits uh, were leaked out. Um, I think over the weekend or last week, and um, it's looking like they're gonna go back. They're kind of following this tradition of the OG retro kits that you know a lot of fans, uh, you know, are are really emotionally tied into uh they're going back it looks like they'll be going back to the hector design with the uh with the uh psg logo um i remember if y'all remember the opel jerseys that with the mm-hmm. jersey with the opel sponsor in front of it yeah um, i'm pretty sure those were the i think ronaldinho was wearing those i think if i'm not mistaken i, I think i remember seeing pictures of opel with ronaldinho yeah, and and that's pretty much the classic PSG logo with the stripe going down in the middle. Yeah. Uh, the PSG jersey with the stripe going down to the middle. That's that's what the clubs, you know, pretty much inheritance. That's 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 the that's visually the jersey that uh, a lot of people remember. And it looks like you know they're kind of following that trend, and they got a good response with the kit that they're wearing this year uh, in in most of the Champions League with the collar. Uh, and the stripe kind of towards to the side. Um, but, I mean, you know, again, these are like rumors, but <laughs> they're usually true when it comes to leaked photos of um, of, of kits. Uh, what do you think about them? You like them? You don't like them? Yeah. I, 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 I mean, it's the 50th anniversary, so I'm not going to be so, – I won't be shocked if they have multiple kits for, for next season. I, I – Especially with uh, with with Nike and, and Jordan, I'm I'm expecting them to at least have maybe five or six kits. Uh, just some of them being more uh, more like a one off. We're gonna wear it for maybe this match. Obviously, they'll have their home away and alternate, but I can see them having t- two or three extra ones just for special occasions. Um, I know Marseille; they had some finished looking flag uh, kit for like. I don't know what was the occasion. I, I think it was an anniversary, but I can see PSG having something similar where they'll wear a certain uh, retro design from from a kit from years past. So, but but for this one, the the Opel style or the you know the Opel the, the jersey with the old Opel logo, I think it's good. I think it's that uh, you can never go wrong with with uh, with throwbacks uh, if uh, the NBA has shown us anything. Yeah, for sure, man. I think um, I think it's 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 a good way again, right? Like you, it, it's a good strategy. You 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 bring people in. You go you go partner up with the large brand like Jordan. You bring these new fans in, right? And then you kind of start introducing the new fans mm-hmm. to you know to the old designs and the retro designs and stuff that you know original PSG fans were fell in love with and you kind of mix those two worlds and then it becomes its own entity uh but but i mean i like them you know there's nothing really you know to to hate on yeah on the idea of that jersey i am i do find it interesting that they haven't worn um the jordan the the jordan jerseys from last year the white one specifically mm-hmm. uh i'm not mad at that i'm not mad at that jersey i really like that one i have one uh, they haven't worn it for Champions League. Uh, I don't know if there's any reason for that. What do you think it is? Like we, we, they've only worn that retro collared uh, kit for Champions League matches this year. I, I I think maybe it's just to push that jersey uh, for for jersey sales. I think they know they understand that that's 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 going to be the money maker. So I think when when there's a ton of eyes. Uh, on on the squad uh, like Champions League competition they got to be wearing the ones that they really really want to push and I, it's just that 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 retro collar one is 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 selling like hotcakes i'm assuming that they're that they're hoping the the just the average fan or or someone who's not even a PSG fan looks at that and it's just like hey i want to buy that jersey because it looks good 
Yeah, no, that's a good point, actually, because, you know, the Champions League is when most eyes are on uh, on PSG and most most European clubs, really, because that's when you get the global audience uh, more so than you would in domestic matches. So, yeah, that that makes sense. But I mean, personally, just selfishly, I would like for them to wear that jersey again, because it's, it's the one that we, you know, um, we beat Liverpool and and just aesthetically, I think it was one of the dopest jerseys that they've put out. Um, and uh, obviously, it was with the Jordan partnership. So I would I would like to see them bring that back out if possible. Uh, but other than that, yeah, man, I'm I'm cool with these jerseys that are coming out. They've uh, they've been leaking a lot of them, uh, but these uh, the one with the with the original stripe going down the middle seems to be what they'll be. Uh, bringing out next year, so we'll wait and see on that. Uh, just to stay on the the PSG marketing and all that good stuff, um, they've been they've been doing a lot of brand partnerships over the years with uh, with denim jeans and Bape and all these people. Uh, most recently, they partnered up with the electric motorcycle company. What's that about? I actually, I, I only seen the pictures of it. I have no idea. I know I've seen there is this other one where they were on a self-driving bus. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting into weird, uh, I mean, money is money, but they're getting into like random uh, partnership deals. So it's just, I mean, you're not going to say no if somebody offers you a buttload of money. But but yeah, it's it's just some weird ventures. I mean the 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 bus one. I was, I don't know if it was a, it was the 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 intentions of making me laugh, but I was laughing as soon as uh it started, just because I guess the guys were unaware that it was a self driving bus. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was just, I think uh, Mbappe and Kempembe in that commercial knew because it, it's obviously a French company. And and it's just uh yeah it was just it, I was I was howling at that it was just funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's I, the first when I first saw it I was like that maybe that's not the safest thing to do, <laughs> given given all the injuries that we've gotten right now. But you know obviously they trusted or whatever. But I thought that was interesting. Uh, the electric motorcycles uh that was just cool aesthetically. Um, just to just to see that you know they're they're bringing different worlds into soccer, and I'm not mad at it. You'll get a lot of purists who who hate that and who hate the fact that we're even partnered up with a with a, a basketball centric uh, brand such as Jordan. But you know that's that's that on that. But I think it's it's pretty cool. But you're seeing their influence in every. You know, I I was watching, I was scrolling on Instagram, and I just see a rapper or, or somebody, a, a musician, a movie star, you'll see a PSG, they're wearing a PSG jersey, a PSG shirt. Uh, yeah, I think Zlatan was wearing a PSG Paris hoodie, if I'm not mistaken. He was wearing, he was wearing that, like, I think a day or two after he announced he was, in, uh, he was leaving the LA Galaxy. So, yeah, I mean, even, even, you know, players that who no longer play for the club still want to wear what, what they're selling. Yeah, and that's that's good, man. I was I posted a video, a picture of a, a rapper from from Charlotte, where I'm where I live right now. The uh, baby, he's one of the biggest, uh, most trending uh, hip hop artists in the world right now. Has you know has a huge huge following, and and he put out a, a video that was like a Broadway centric video to his to to a song off of his album and. At the beginning of the video, there's a guy walking with the Neymar. It's not a jersey, but it's one of those shirts with the number on the back. And uh, it says Paris Saint-Germain on it. And mm-hmm. that's just like, that's product placement that you can't, you know, you, you can't mm-hmm. come up with that in your in your marketing meetings, right? Yeah. Like, this is stuff that naturally happens. And and that's that's just goes goes to show that from a marketing standpoint, how to brand a soccer team. One of the, you know, soccer is the biggest sport in the world, but, but, you know, living here in America, you also see how people really don't care about soccer because they're so focused on baseball and American football and, and, and basketball. So there is a concern
big clubs to to push their brand in America, uh, and and it catching on within the culture the way. I mean, it helps that it looks fashion. good too. It, it has that to too. It look. It helps that it, it that looks too. good because. You can be spending money on marketing and try to brand yourself, but if you don't have good designers to to design stuff uh, or or partner yeah. with designers that that design something that people want to wear uh, or don't, that that would want to wear, then you know it's not for nothing. But PSG, I'm not sure if they're lucky or, or they're 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 connecting with the right people, but they're 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 making stuff that people want to wear i mean the creamsicle kick uh the kit uh, that one that one's not hitting off uh you're, you obviously gotta you know you gotta crack a few eggshells uh in order to make an omelet but for the most yeah, part yeah, yeah. they're 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 hitting on everything that they're putting out there when it comes to this jordan collaboration so uh, one miss isn't going to be the end of the world i mean they they're getting promotions through their kits and through and through what they're getting out of the the collab yeah, and um, you know, and I was looking at the article on PSG Talk about um, uh, PSG's annual report that they just put out a few a few weeks ago. Um, just looking at the difference in the revenue that they made last year um, compared to this year is just <laughs> it's it's wild. It's like went from like 94, 94 million euros to one hundred forty nine million. That's that's just and that's that shows the power of that Jordan sponsorship, the the a core sponsorship, and you know and everything else that they're doing. And yeah, they're they're just they're just killing it with that. And I think I've, what I've been noticing a lot, man, is these other clubs they're starting to do when they do their like jersey reveals, they're getting like young kids and these young models and stuff. To, to sit on the bleachers and wear their shirts. Like, I just seen Juve put out this new lime green-looking-ish uh, jersey, and they when they did their, their release, you know, they did the photo shoot the same way PSG did with the Jordan, where they had all the most popping people in the world come mm-hmm. to the release of their jersey. So you're seeing that trend starting to happen in, from a fashion and culture standpoint. So... I think that's something uh, commendable for PSG's just marketing strategy overall, and uh, it's it's definitely they definitely got their foot on the necks of everybody else in that department. Yeah, I, I mean it's uh, I I don't think I think you you can't teach marketing, but some of the stuff that it's just going PSG's PSG's way. Like nobody, I'm pretty sure no one at the club is telling. Uh, certain musicians to wear uh, PSG kits, or or certain former players, or or just anybody of influence to wear this 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 uh, this sweater, this this these uh, sweats, or whatever these shoes. It's just they're they're putting on stuff that people want to wear, and it just helps them out. Yeah, but yeah, now people people graduate um, people gravitate to what's dope. It's pretty. That's mm-hmm. really that simple. Like you said, like it's not just strictly the marketing. They're putting out quality stuff. But obviously, it's about the football and all that stuff. But like I wrote in my PSG Jordan article a year ago, like it's 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 equally as important uh, in in a broader perspective when you're talking about PSG lining themselves up to be one of the biggest clubs in Europe. You got to have the money. You got to have the revenue. <laughs> to match Mm -hmm. the talent and all the stuff that they're trying to do on the pitch. I wanted to talk about uh, just kind of the landscape of uh, football right now, uh, particularly within the big, the big European clubs. Uh, There's, um, you know, a lot of parody in soccer right now that we haven't seen (laughs) in a long time, really, man. And, And I'm really starting, starting this off with, um, the before we went into the international break, Manchester City played Liverpool in the Premier League. Um, Liverpool won, I would say convincingly, uh, and they pretty much got that thing wrapped up. And we're in November, um, and kind of just to talk about how nobody talks about how <laughs> I like how nobody's talking about how it, that that race is pretty much over with, like. That's it what would I'm take saying. PS- it, would, it would take Liverpool a huge collapse in order to cough that up. Uh, I, I just I want to I want to see how 
uh, English and American soccer media twists or or do some backflipping on that because that's been the biggest um, argument uh, when it comes to other leagues, whether it's the German Bundesliga, the Serie A, and 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 Ligon. There's there's a there's always that one criticism where it's like, well, we already know who's gonna win. Then, then there's just no interest in watching in the Premier League. You don't know who's going to win. Uh, at this point, we kind of know who's going to win uh, unless something drastic happens. Uh, it's obviously Liverpool's going to win the league. Yeah, but but they're not, though. That's the thing. It's like, you know, and that's for me, that's the argument. It's like, I know they're not going to compare the, uh, the, the level of dominance by, by Liverpool – Juventus and, and you know for the most part is usually Bayern and nobody's going to talk about that because again it goes back to the stigma of of quote unquote farmers league but <laughs> to be quite honest we're all farmers <laughs> we're <laughs> all in this farm together because at the end of the day the gap that that's that exists in the Premier League with City and Liverpool and the rest of the field is you can make the same cases with with PSG's in Liga, Juve in Italy, and so forth and so on. So it, it becomes a, you know, are you going to keep it real with yourself and call a spade a spade? And it's it, yeah. you know, essentially it's it's a non-argument. It's 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 it's, it's a non-issue. But because you know, just in the soccer world, people bring it up all the time. Like I, somebody's got to address it because they're not. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. It's just. I mean, it's funny that that uh, that the Premier League used to be this uh, top six. You don't know who's gonna win, and at this point, you kind of know who's. Over the last what two or three years, the it's been pretty much set who's gonna win. It's a two a two team race, and then everybody else is just fighting for a position to play in the Champions League. Yeah, that's that's essentially what it is. So I think that I think that's interesting and. It's happening. It's happening. Um, you know, the the, the level, the, the 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 playing field is getting leveled, and um, I like it because I yeah. love the idea that PSG is kind of disturbing the peace per se, yeah. in 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 the way that Real and Barca are the clubs that every player should play for, and like no, like these these comments that come out with. With uh, old ex players, what we talked about in our last episode, quit interviewing these fucking ex players, and <laughs> it's like, oh, they should play for Real Madrid at some point. No, you don't yeah. have to. You don't have to. Like, you know, you don't have to do that. It's, it, it, in, in, in here in America, it used to be you had to play for the Lakers, you had to play for the Celtics. Like, no, you can play for the Thunder, you can play for the Warriors, you can play for other teams, the Toronto Raptors, who just won the championship. Uh, so it's you know it, it, <laughs> at some point soccer is gonna lose that um, that that uh, cult like ideology of just get off my lawn and do things the old way and keep things how they were and uh, you know I, I'll be glad when I see it but it's gonna it's gonna take a long time to get to that point but but clubs like City PSG are kind of the ones disturbing that piece and I'm here for it. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun discussion when play uh, people who support those uh, clubs like Real Madrid or Barcelona are told, you know what? No, I rather stay here because I know I'm gonna start. It, it's just, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a fun uh, fun discussion when when there's no longer an, an old guard where that's your if you're a top elite athlete or a top elite player that that's where you have to end up. We're going to go to our last topic here. Um, wanted to talk about, um, again, we're going to go back to TV rights and things of that nature. Um, saw an article about uh, CBS Sports um, acquiring the rights to the UEFA Champions League from 2021 to 2024. Uh, which I'm stoked about, <laughs> yeah. Given the person who the given the entity that has the UEFA Champions League rights at the moment, um, what, what what are your thoughts on that, and just how that kind of changes, or if that changes anything? I did read that um, 
uh, Univision, they have their own contract with UEFA. Yeah. So they're not they're they're staying until 2024. They're extending their contract. But Bleacher Report and Turner Sports are I won't have the Champions League anymore after. That's that's weird how these uh they they have like short term contracts so like in, in different well in, in sports here in the U.S. these yeah. TV contracts are usually locked in for like between five and, and ten years depending on on the length, and it's just weird that oh after two year after what three uh, I think it would be two or three seasons they'll, they'll be like well we're gonna go over to CBS, it's just. Uh, I don't know if if maybe this could have if, if Turner had like a five year deal maybe they could have done something different but I I guess maybe they they had a short window to impress UEFA or or I don't know what but they've obviously failed in that and CBS uh, yeah it's it's a it's a channel that everybody in America has everybody has that that channel and so. If they put that final there, a couple of matches there will be way easier access uh, to to watch these matches, and then it would all depend on on what CBS does to for their coverage. Obviously, we're seeing what Turner's doing, and it's not working out. So maybe they'll they're deciding, hey, we'll 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 put it somewhere else, put it uh, with someone who's going to take it serious, and then not going to hire a basketball player to to be <laughs> our analyst <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but so that but that's the thing right like I, my issue with turner and bleacher report having the champions league isn't with the way it's being broadcasted because turner i, I believe turner has uh true tv and all these other uh channel channels if mm-hmm. i'm if i'm correct because when the ncaa tournament happens they play that on multiple channels where you don't have to go into a paywall. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just, so, no, go, no, ahead. go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, it's usually True TV, TBS, TNT, and then, oddly enough, CBS uh, that usually find uh, tournament matches during March Madness. Yeah, so I think, so again, so my problem with Turner having the rights to the Champions League was never about the availability, you know, you have to pay $9 a month, I, I believe, to watch the... I pay the $2 for match just to watch yeah. the PSG match. I don't really care about... Uh, I'll see the highlights or I'll watch the game that's on TNT. But it was the, the actual coverage, right? Like, I think that's the most important part. We've talked about the lack of enthusiasm from the commentators when someone scores a fantastic goal. We talked about the... The, the 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 trash commentary mm-hmm. from the from the the people in the booth uh, with the Steve Nash the Stu Holden Tim Howard that is it just it's just not good mm-hmm. so so with with CBS Sports getting UEFA I don't think the 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 access to to the matches is really like you're still gonna have to play probably pay for CBS All Access which is their streaming their streaming services to watch the other matches and you know because what if what if your team isn't the one that's being broadcasted on the main channel you know what i mean so that yeah. part i don't really i don't really think is going to change yeah i mean it, that that was not a good idea putting a mat or matches behind a paywall that that angered a lot of people so but they we'll started see. it now and they can't they can't stop. You can't go. Yeah, they, you know what I mean. <laughs> we'll see what CBS does. Uh, I'm hoping they don't go to a paywall. I really don't. I really wish uh, they would have gone back to ESPN. ESPN Plus is kind of worth it, just because you're. Uh, we're gonna get into it a little bit, but they already have one soccer league there. They already have the the domestic cups for for the Premier League or. or uh, for the English league and and so and they have MLS they, they have yeah you know it's starting to become soccer content heavy so I'm just surprised that they didn't it, it didn't go that route yeah and then uh, Bundesliga their their uh, their their executives are complaining to Fox Sports about hey y'all are playing these you know, the, the baseball games and a whole bunch of other things that, you know, 
Some people come over there to watch a champions to, to watch a Bundesliga match on a Saturday, but they can't because, you know, obviously in America they're gonna prioritize a college game, right? Like a college college football game, like <laughs> that's a religion around here. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're good that that's gonna always trump football. So it's just it, it, it's it, it's really difficult, man. Like, I I don't know like if 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 anybody's really gonna figure it out. And just them rotating through all of these networks mm-hmm. is, you know, it, it it it's it makes it difficult for the for the viewer. It's like, damn, all right, I pay for this company now, I gotta go pay for this one now, I gotta mm-hmm. go pay for this one. So it's like, yo, like we're we're trying to cut cords with with with, with not going to to your traditional cable company, but we're still really not saving any money either because. It's the same thing that's happening. We're seeing with the streaming wars that's going on with Netflix, yeah. Disney Plus that just came out, and um, you know it, it's, it's it's the world we live in. I guess we got to kind of accept it, but I feel like UEFA and their their board they have to either stay with CBS or find somewhere where they can really call home yeah. in terms of like this is where we're always going to get our Champions League football. Or we can learn, or people can learn Spanish and you can just watch on through the internet. <laughs> you know, you know, that's one of the two. Hey, <laughs> that's that's where if 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 I don't want to pay the little two dollars to watch PSG on 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 Bleacher Report app, that's exactly where I go. I go right to Univision. I I will get my content, and the the commentators are gonna be excellent as per usual. It's yeah, <laughs> that's just what it's gonna be. But but to go back to the ESPN thing, um. Is it is it a bad thing if, let's say, Liga or UEFA put the 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 games on ESPN, even though it's 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 so saturated? Like, but they they do offer ESPN Plus, ESPN News, and other channels that you n- won't necessarily have to go through a paywall. I think for Champions League. I don't mind the group stage being on ESPN Plus. I, I think people that's something you can buy and it's worth it. It's it's not like if you're paying for the group stage or whatever package that Bleacher Report Live has because that's just for that. You're not getting right. anything else. ESPN Plus, there's multiple stuff, but uh, Champions League, I don't mind that. Like, like they'll have obviously the the more attractive matches on ESPN one, ESPN two, whatever. That's how it used to be. They used to have it on, on both, uh, both, uh, both networks there. So, right. uh, I, I like you said, they they they're gonna have to start flip flopping around uh, these these uh these channels. Uh, I think in in England, uh, we have to get someone on that's familiar with with that tv contract but i'm i always know it's bt whatever or whatever the channel is i know i think it's bt or whatever um that has the champions league rights and it's just it's it's just i don't know maybe it's us over here having different channel outlets for for sports and maybe uh in europe there's a only a limited amount but over here you like we have nbc you have cbs you have fox you have espn um, you have uh, Turner, I guess they're, they're obviously they're in sports too. So it's just you have like five, six, seven, eight, even ten, ten, um, ten outlets where you can probably get a TV contract. Yeah, and, and just uh, I'm I'm completely always, always, always impressed with uh, NBC Sports with how they cover the Premier League here in America. They have their commentators are great. Uh, Rebecca Lowe, she's like one of the best at her job. Like when when I watch the Premier League matches, they like from from the 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 availabilities of the matches, the commentators, how they give you all the soccer content for the Premier League, they hit the jackpot yeah. pretty much with NBC Sports. Like the, the, I, I will I will give them that. Yeah, the the only blemish they have is that NBC Gold package. That's the only thing that I've seen that people who support a Premier League club hate just because if if that's, if it's not a, a yeah so like if, if it's not a sex if you're playing against someone that's not a sexy matchup just say it's a Bournemouth or against yeah. Liverpool or whatever that's that's they'll not throw sexy. you on the they'll gold throw package. you they'll throw you on the gold <laughs> package here you go we don't you know, yeah you're you're and, then, and 
And that's yeah, something ahead. new. And that's something new. Like I've I've been watching on NBC Sports, and they haven't always had that gold package. That's something they introduced maybe two, three years ago. Yeah, I think so, like last year or two years ago. It's it's recently new. It's like yeah. yeah. So again, it's you know, but but that lets you know that uh, even though they're trying to please their fans and give them their uh, access all the time. The inevitability is that all of these, everything we're going to be watching is going to be on the paywall at some point. And, and we, we just got to accept the reality, but we, you know, I don't want to. And the Bundesliga is going behind the paywall now. Well, I mean, ESPN, they they're, going they're, they're going to ESPN Plus. They're going to ESPN. Right, right, yeah. right. So and, that's more saturation. But, and... but I want to, I, I kind of want to ask because I know we've been talking about PSG uh, and their TV or League on and their TV contracts. I am. I'm not a fan of their matches being strictly on ESPN Plus and maybe having one game on ESPN or ESPN2 because if you look at uh, Serie A, uh, from a business point or a marketing angle, do you think that moves serve them well? I mean, they have arguably the best player in the country in Cristiano Ronaldo, and I don't even know what his matches are. Like I I don't know. Like for me, it, it hasn't worked out for them just because they're out of sight and out of mind. Yeah, I I think uh, I have ESPN Plus, so I I see I get alerts when uh, a soccer game is about to come on. But the I think it has done a disservice to the league, Serie A, more so than they'll like they'll they will promote the hell out of a Juventus match. Like you'll know when Juve's playing. You'll know when some Roma, and, Napoli, and and, and that's what NBC has done great is that their 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 coverage. Sure, they have the NHL, but that's mm-hmm. usually afternoon, nighttime. Like Premier Leagues in the U.S., it's usually morning, morning. Or, or afternoon. Yeah. So so that coverage, their morning to afternoon coverage on the weekend. Or, or or that that holiday, you know, since we're approaching the holiday season, is strictly Premier League. Like they'll they'll go a plus coverage on that. Like you don't get that feeling from ESPN or yes, you know, ESPN Plus. You don't say that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dedicate our coverage or ESPN Plus coverage to Serie A. Like I don't see any just Serie A based shows on ESPN Plus. Like here here's the match. Okay, that's it. Yeah, like yeah, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, there there there's none of that. There's none of that. And I, and I guess that's the biggest. That's kind of what we've been talking about in terms of that being the downside to joining ESPN is it's overcrowded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they really cannot prioritize soccer, and it's evident with ESPN FC. We we talk shit about ES, ESPN FC a lot. That I don't even like. That's on the network ESPN. That. That show ESPN FC shows the prioritization of soccer to that to that brand, right? Mm-hmm. It's low quality. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And and that's just what that is. So, you know that I, that's that's the argument. When, when and we I feel people, it. it I think people in the U.S. just want it there because it's easy access to to ESPN. Sure. But I'm talking more. What I'm thinking is more marketability, like. You're not. They already. I mean, we we talked about it already. Like they, when they came over this summer, barely anybody showed up to to the matches. Obviously, Legon had their own faults, but I mean, how many is, is the average American going to know about Bordeaux or Saint Etienne? Like, not a lot. And then you're going to if if they were there. I mean, their contract doesn't end until like 2024 or something. It's it's they're locked in with being sports for a while. But I mean. It, I, I I wouldn't. I know there's people that would suggest ESPN Plus just because it's easily accessible. But from a marketing standpoint, to try and grow the league, which is what obviously is the the bigger picture. Um, I don't know if that's the right move. And and say uh, I don't I don't think that they've kind of on the marketing standpoint. I don't think that they've benefited benefited from from this deal. Yeah, I don't think Serie A has, has overall benefited either. But to, just to go back to the league and with being, with being sports, like maybe <laughs> we should appreciate what we got because cause look at – I mean, 
it, it's bad right now. Like it, I, I don't like it at all. And the reason I don't like it, number one, is they, they make like they is the simple simple decisions that are made of where matches are put, and it's just mm-hmm. it's like who's who's coming up with this shit, mm-hmm. and. And, you know, obviously the broadcasters aren't there in place. They're all reporting from Miami, I think, is where mm-hmm. the headquarters for being sports yeah. is. Again, going back to NBC Sports with NBCSN, like those commentators, Graham Lasso, I forget their names. Like those guys are in England yeah. when they're when they're calling these games. Like that's the difference of how you get a real quality commentator for a match. Uh, you know, um, and and then again, just the stream, the streaming, the stream itself is poor. You'll lose a match, or uh, you'll be watching something. You're trying to watch something, and you can't watch it because the being sports is not broadcasting this match right now. Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is it not broadcasting the match right now? Your 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 guide says that the PSG match is going to start at three fifteen. It's now three twenty five, and the fucking stream is not here yet. Like, so it's like simple stuff like that, where a big corporation like that, you would think they have figured out by now, and it doesn't help. It doesn't help uh, league, and particularly because they're still the B side to La Liga, who's the prior, who's prioritized within that that uh, that governing body. So mm-hmm. you know, but again, this is what we got right now because we're we're sitting here talking about. The paywalls at ESPN, the overcrowdedness at ESPN. Where really can Liga truthfully go? And I'm not coming up with any answers. Yeah, and I would avoid Fox just because we're seeing how they've handled the Bundesliga, and that's not uh, not working. Yeah, no, that's not working. And and plus, I wouldn't want Alexi Lalas to to be one of the analysts there. I've I have no problem with the BN Sports analysts. Like I don't. They're they're. Yeah, I don't. They're not that bad. I don't like that. Some of the PSG matches, you literally have one commentator. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, not something have, I like. That's that's the wildest thing to me. But yeah, it's you know, it, it's not. It's like the 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 product isn't bad. It's how we get it, and everything else around it is just like wow, y'all are so incompetent at this. And you have all the resources to not be. And that's the craziest part to me. So, yeah. Yeah. So we'll leave it at that, man. That's pretty much all we got um, for this one. Um, what's the what's the craziest thing you saw on Twitter or the Internet uh, over the past two weeks? Uh, I think maybe it's probably Zlatan announcing that he's leaving LA Galaxy in, in a Zlatan manner. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, and and from what what I'm getting out of it is that he's not done. I think he wants to go back to Europe. Usually, you know, when a European star comes to the MLS, that's that's all she wrote. That's it, and and they're going to transition to a post playing career, uh, whether it's here or, or or something else. I mean, you saw Wayne Rooney play for DC United for a couple seasons, and now he's going to be, I think, head the manager at Derby County or, or wherever, somewhere in England. And, and yeah, but, so, but it's just weird to see that he wants to continue his career potentially in Europe. Yeah. I mean, there's somebody's going to take him. I, if not for anything else, it's because there's a lot done. And I think that's like, I see a lot of people like get annoyed with him, and, you know, justifiably so. Cause I can see how he like pisses people off with his demeanor, but like the same things that you have a disdain about is what makes Zlatan Zlatan. It's like you take the good with the bad or don't take it at all. So that's, do you think he's actually, I mean, like just, uh, do you see him playing in Europe? I, I have a hard time seeing him. I don't playing know in who Europe. would take him. I, I saw a report that match. He, he going back to match United. I don't know how true that is. Uh, we talked about him going back to Boca, going to Boca. Uh, and I've seen Napoli out. to be one of like the destinations, just because that they've they've uh, they've had some hardships financially, and I mean he would be cheap. I mean uh, maybe his wages would be high, but I mean there's no transfer fee that you have to pay for him. He, he's on a free, so yeah. I don't know. Thirty-seven. Yeah, what is he? Thirty-eight years old. Thirty. He's pretty much close to forty. Uh, 
I think he's he would be more of an attraction, like a like a like a like a circus or something like a or something like a. <laughs> it, it's more of a sideshow rather than I think that's what you're buying more. You're buying more of the sideshow rather than the production. So it's just I don't know. I, for me, if I were running a team, I'd be like, you know what, mm, nah, I'm I'm good. I'd rather see what else is out there or, or give uh, another young kid a chance because i mean not to not to get too ahead but i've, I've seen uh cavani now is linked to galaxy as a replacement so that would be funny is that cavani replaced Zlatan at psg and now cavani's gonna replace Zlatan at, at la galaxy <laughs> yeah i saw that and i thought that was disrespectful as hell to cavani <laughs> Like uh, he's 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 on the decline, but he ain't he ain't that far off yet. But but uh, so I guess my my the craziest thing I saw uh, again I've I've talked about this a lot on this show. Uh, it's not too late to throw away your uh, Italian football, bro. Uh, it feels like, like every week, <laughs> every <laughs> week there's like a, a incident where like some form of racism is going on to a black player and um and then nothing happens and then the ultras of said team that's expressing this racial abuse on the black player comes out and defends the racism yeah it's the wildest thing to me it's the wildest thing to me uh and particularly uh on this one Mario Balotelli who went back to to his boyhood club in Italy, and he was playing. They were playing Verona, one of the other Italian clubs, and they're they're about to sue him. Like the 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 the, the ultras of that team was about to sue Mario Balotelli for complaining about racism. Like the, the, I, the I honestly <laughs> don't know why audacity. would any. <laughs> Like, I don't understand why any player of color would want to play for LLA because I think, uh, I know they've gone far as making fun of Jewish players or, or they've had some tie. I think between Lazio and, and Roma, they've Lazio fans have uh, called like Roma the Jewish club. Uh, it's just, I don't know why any player who's not white or Italian would want to play there. It's just like, you're going to be harassed I, I don't know how much money that's worth for you yeah but you know in my counter to that is nobody should have to decide right keep in mind Balotelli is Italian <laughs> right like he, he's an Italian player so I mean, he plays not, not to get too political not. John but I, I don't even think that they probably see him as Italian like I, they, they I, don't. I, I don't they don't, I don't. like <laughs> that's, you're, that's you live in Italy and you're not you're not Italian like I, they don't. It's just like like here in the United States. Like not to get too deep, but there's people who are like, um, you're not American because because you're not a seventh generation fucking Irishman or Scotsman or British person here that came. That's family got so lucky that they've been here for for decades. So, but yeah. yeah. No, this is this is a fact, and I think that's for me. That's the issue. It's it's not that. Not only is there racial abuse, I don't even like racial abuse. Like, what? What is that, right? But it's <laughs> the fact that this is being justified, right? So this is something that's within the culture of this country. And I'm I, I'm not the biggest, you know, historian, but like I've I've done some research on like the mafias and the and 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 the. And, and those and, and how they they had a disdain for for colored people and you know I don't know like it, it's just it's just the underlying uh, thing that's that just exists within this country particularly and for me in my purview I'm watching it via soccer via football that's that's how I get this and it just doesn't look good and it's it's nasty and it's just Again, no, 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 nothing is being done about it, and the fact that they can be Mario Balotelli is being sued uh, for complaining about racial abuse is the wildest thing to me. It's the wildest thing that I saw, <laughs> I saw uh, during uh, during these past two weeks. But yeah. here we are. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I think that's 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 it. You got anything else? Uh, 
Um, no, I think that, that that pretty much wraps up everything uh, the uh, that that's been going on these last two weeks. Yeah, man, that's it. Uh, so again, thank y'all for listening to Twenty Fourth and Park. Um, this is episode seven. Uh, you know, we're track. We're trucking along. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Subscribe, rate us, review us, all that good stuff. Uh, check out PSG Talk website and check out all of our other podcasts on the PSG Talk network. Uh, again, thank you. Peace out. We'll talk to y'all on the next one.